Hi, and welcome to the Equilting Life podcast. I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And I'm Sherry McConnell from Equilting Life. And today's podcast episode is airing Monday, August 22nd. We're so glad that you are here with us today. We have some fun topics to go over, kind of talking about quilt display and storage ideas, but we are just, I think, going to dive right into it. And mom has some pretty quilts to share with us first, and then we'll get into more things. So Okay, yeah. Uh, So on the wall is Delight. And I love this quilt. I love sawtooth stars, and I love having the little vintage border around it. And I love the secondary pattern that comes every time four blocks intersect. I just, I love everything about this quilt. And it is a fat eighth quilt, but you know that always means you can use fat quarters too. You just need half as many. But if you want it extra scrappy, uh, use the fat fat eighths. And re- really fun. This is in our Simply Delightful collection. And I loved having this happy yellow border. I don't know. I just It just seemed like such the perfect border for this one. Yeah, it's so funny because this print is super great for a border Mm -hmm. and i i use the pink one you used a yellow and then you also use the same print for other borders yes we both use that a lot yeah and with this one i actually did bind it in the same fabric as the outer border i don't do that often but at this i've just felt like that was the border it needed and i didn't want to take away from that so yeah i noticed that and i love it on this one because it's just a continuation right of the border which you wouldn't do on yeah. every single quilt and i love it i i love that it's just all yellow yeah. and all the same it's super cool I, lo- I love this one and then on the table is brightly and this is the blue and teal version of this I, there are actually two different versions and we can pop up a a digital image here of the other version that's multicolor and I love them both. I went back and forth and back and forth about which one to make. She did. And at, finally, I, I guess just because I thought maybe this would be a little bit more masculine with the blues, I finally made this one because we have a couple grandsons and it seems like most of the quilts we make are very feminine. Yeah. But then I don't know, the more I thought about it, that multicolor one would be kind of boyish too. I don't. I don't it know. It would, but I but this love is, this one so yeah. much. This this new teal color we have in Simply Delightful is honestly one of my new favorite colors yeah. that we've ever included, and I just think it's my favorite one out of the two yeah. versions. I think it's so cool. And at first, I thought that you would add the grays, but I like it just with the variations of the blue. Yeah, yeah. I I love it and. This one I had custom quilting by Val Krieger and just absolutely loved. It's fun now that it's here on the table. You can just look at all the little swirly things that she did inside. And the quilt on the wall is all over from Marion Bott. So yeah, those are the two quilts. And what pre-cut did this use? This is also fat eight. Oh, also fat So you could also go with fat quarters. So yeah, I like that you just mentioned that because if somebody wants the whole collection and you're thinking, okay, this is a fat eighth quilt, I can make it using a fat quarter bundle, but then I still have 
all of those fabrics left over for another project. Right. I think that's yeah. You could buy a fat quarter a good bundle value and make two fat eighth quilts yes. and probably still have some and still good have some scraps. scraps. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you mentioned that. So just keep note of it. Yes. Get those fat quarter <laughs> bundles. Okay, and we also wanted to mention Fat Quarter Shop just sent this Scrappiness is Happiness book by Lori Holt. And I've had a chance to look through it for a few days. And it is so cute. A beautiful book. It There are lots of classic blocks and lots of beautiful photography from Lori's studio and her sewing table and how she puts her scraps to use. And really what I felt like was the best part about this book is that there are all of these different fun blocks and you could come up with lots of different small projects. Yeah, so I love pillows, this. runners. All oh, the Santa hats and yeah, the pumpkins. Lots of fun, <gasps> seasonal, all year. It's, yeah. it's really a cute, cute book. This is book. well-rounded. Yes. Lori does a great job, though. She always has really, really cute stuff. Yeah, and I'm not sure if they're doing any kind of a sew-along or anything with this book, but it is a really cute book. Yeah, I'm going to need this. Oh, my goodness. Little the little bees. bees. I know. Yeah, and I like that it's spiral bound, spiral too, because there is a lot going on in this book. Right. So you want to be able to open it up flat. Yes, so. and not have to yeah, worry about that. Yeah, just Very really, cute. Really I cute like book. It. This is a fun share. Yeah. And so while kind of while we're on the topic, I, I just want to mention some sew-alongs that are coming up. One of them is actually going on right now. I'm just getting ready to start, but it's the Letters to Santa Quilt Along by Moda. Have you yes! seen that? Oh, I'm it obsessed. It is so cute. And so cute. I was so excited to find out I even had the pattern they're using for the letters. We'll put a link to that. But it's a, a few years ago, Moda did a free sew along with some larger letters of the alphabet and... I made a quilt with that. I don't know if you remember. I used Bonnie and Camille fabrics, and I did the ABC. You guys, do you want to know what's so funny? <laughs> so my girls switched out their quilts because did school I give just that to started. You? Oh, you gave it to me. Okay. And Harper picked that quilt for her bed. It's on her bed right now. Okay. We should pop up a picture. I'm going to go home, take a picture, and we'll pop it up. Very, very okay. cute. It's yeah. adorable. I wondered what happened to that quilt. I knew I'd probably given uh, it. I'm uh, glad I uh, gave it to grandchildren. So It's, that's... it's well-loved. Okay, good. And well taken care of. Okay. <laughs> well, right after Moda did that sew-along, Lisa Bonjean wrote a pattern with those letters at half size. Oh, cool. And I bought it way back then. This is five, six, seven, who knows how many years ago. Yeah. And I never did anything with the pattern. And so when they started this Letters to Santa Sew Along, I thought, oh, I have the pattern. I found it. You should do it. I'm so excited. So I'm going to be working on that. Awesome. Okay. So that's going on right now. And then our Home for the Holidays Sew Along, as soon as Emma ships, we're going to start rolling those videos and so long we just since we both use those fabrics for our quilts we wanted to wait until the fabric ships yes but and we, we have I've had so many questions about it but we will have the videos and yes. that will be coming soon we're very right. excited about and we're it. actually going to film a little video today just yeah. and when that video posts it might have already aired by the time you see this podcast there will be a pdf that you can download for your fabric requirements yes yeah so, okay, and then Christmas time from Fat Quarter Shop. I'm so excited about this one. 
Uh, Kate from Fat Quarter Shop just emailed me yesterday. It's going to start mid-September. The fabric fun. delays have just, it was yeah. supposed to be Christmas in July. Right, but my quilt has been done since May, I think. Oh, poor so I'm so excited to <gasps> share that and blog about it and everything. But she said mid-September. And then also we just got a letter from Jocelyn at Fat Quarter Shop, an email, and Socialites is going to start mid-October. And I will be doing that one. Yes. So, so that's kind of fun. Yes. Yeah. Excited about got that. Got that email. Yeah. Getting everything. And Blockheads 4, we're kind of at the midway point. Yeah. I got to get caught up. Yeah. I was all caught up, but we took a little family vacation and then school has... Get, f- school getting finally ready started. For school. Yes. And so now that I... All my kids are in school. I have a few things to catch up on. So I'll be sharing those catch up blocks on social media. Yeah, fun. Okay. So oh, I think. Wait, are yes. we going to talk about the 10 day challenge or not yet? I think that's later, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. We can. Okay. Yeah, whenever we can. I'll, I'll go and then I'll, I'll okay, turn that over to mom. Yeah, because okay. we got some things to share about that. Awesome. Okay. okay. So for me today, uh, I'll actually start. I'll switch it up to a little bit just to give a little feedback on the last episode. And we're recording this not too long after that first came out, but I wanted to share with you guys a few of the comments that I saw from the YouTube channel on that. So I think there was actually a lot of positive feedback, even for people that weren't interested in starting a quilting business. They, I, I think people still got some things out of that. There was a person who left a comment that said, you know, she shared the episode with her daughter because, and I don't even think she was a quilter. She didn't mention that specifically, but she said she's, um, uh, oh, here it is. I was just talking about this topic with my daughter the other day and shared this video with her. She's not in the quilting business, but as a young creative adult woman, woman, this advice, uh, so applied. So thank you. So that, that was, yeah, um, it's good to hear. Good to hear. And then other people, I had some questions about the binding that you've talked about, 22 inches per binding. Oh, 22, 22 cents, cents an inch. <laughs> yeah, 22 and inches per binding. That, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I did. I went on there and answered one of those questions. It is per inch of binding. It doesn't have anything to do with the area of the quilt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. And some Good other people commented like, mother. yeah, binding. Somebody said I wouldn't ever bind a quilt for less than $60. Um, so it got some ideas coming with that. There was also a comment about using social media and and someone said, you know, I don't use Facebook or Instagram. And her reason is she didn't really want to like be out there and have her information available. And, and to that point, I think that's fair. If you don't feel comfortable having a Facebook or Instagram account. Yeah. I mean, there is data collected on you. I think that people should be aware of that but she said that she likes following blogs and and youtube videos and that's sort of how she goes after gets her content but i think that goes back to the fact of if you are to open up a business of some sort you do need to be spread out among different things because some people use you know social media some people don't some people will get their content just from blogs or youtube channels so it's it's good to have a, a nice spread of different ways to reach your audience and customers. Uh, just on that same point, I was just listening to a podcast yesterday, and it was actually the, I don't know if it's Deep Work or Deep Life, Cal Newport. Anyway, he was talking about how the most important thing is really an email list for 
as far and as you guys getting, mentioned that last yeah, time too. and we had mentioned that and i thought oh you know yeah, yeah. that is so true <laughs> and i'm actually going to be taking part in a mastermind in a couple weeks on my email so i'm really excited about that cool and then the next thing i want to talk about was this week's listener quilt and this is sort of quilt slash advice tip from a listener but it was good and it all sort of comes together and she shared some pictures with us that will pop up on the screen for those of you that are watching. Um, but she wrote in and she said, Dear Sharon Chelsea, hi, I listen to your podcast each and every week and absolutely love it. When it drops on a Monday, I do the metaphorical, quote, Snoopy dance. So I can... <laughs> I love that. Seen, I, that. I think that's from the Christmas <laughs> from version. The, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's a great dance. Okay, well, so while listening to the podcast last Monday, I was intrigued by your new listener tip section that you're adding. I am a unique quilter in that I love quilting using fabric intended for outdoor use. Not many people realize that you can successfully quilt with outdoor fabric. Think Sombrella as a brand, brand type. I use this fabric to create quilty wall hangings, mailbox banners, and garden flags that go outdoors. It is so much fun. My neighbors love see, seeing my seasonal quilting items and say that they look forward to what the next season will bring. The fabric is weather and sun resistant, so my projects are vibrant and fun and fun season after season. One of the biggest tips when working with this type of fabric is a low iron setting. The fabric can melt your iron it the fabric can melt if your iron setting is too high. I've attached a few photos of some of the items I've created using this fabric. I also have my Instagram account listed below to view more pics and we will her Instagram account in the description so that you guys can see some more of her pictures if, if you are interested in that. So, um, and the, I'll, I'll also have had these pictures popped up as I read that email so that you can see it here. But she said, thank you for sharing your wonderful mo mother daughter relationship. I'm super close with my own mom and daughters, uh, three generations. And it blesses me to hear you treat one, one another with such love and, and respect, res respect. So blessings from Melanie. Yeah, I loved Thank getting you, Yeah, I loved getting that email and seeing her her photos of yeah. everything that she does with her quilts outside. That That's was really awesome. fun. And it actually led us that her email actually led us to our main topic today, which is unique quilt display and storage ideas. But I'm going to do a follow-up first before we get into that. So, I can't remember exactly when I started this. It must have been July, the 10-day challenge. Yeah, it, was, it was July. It was supposed to start the day after the 4th of July, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I did a video, and I think we talked about it here. I can't remember. I ha Anyway, I had a, a challenge sheet, and I just had so much fun. I'm, I'm going to tell you very quickly about my own experience and then some of the comments that we got that will give you some great ideas if you're thinking about because you can start your own challenge anytime you want. And I'm probably going to try to do one at least quarterly myself. But okay, so my goal was going to be 30 minutes a day working on scrappy 18 inch log cabin blocks. And at first I was going to go through and use my jelly roll strip bin that I already had cut. And then the first day that I went in there, I thought, why am I doing this? Why don't I cut from my scraps and yeah. get even more variety added in there. So I ended up spending the first three days 
30 minutes a day just cutting straps, oh, wow. scraps into two and a half inch strips. That's and, awesome. Yeah. And so, and I cut them into the all different sizes that I needed for the block so that they're all, so I have these stacks of, of strips in different lengths and different fabrics. And I really did use my stash and it was great. And then when I started sewing, I did chain piecing. And so first I took... 12 well 24 actually because the first part of this block is two two and a half inch squares so a light and a dark and I just I put those together chain pieced them then I went and what I did was I went through my little stack of the next size and I did choose them yes so that it's scrappy but there was some thought in coordinating and kind of made sure I didn't use you know, all of the same print in all of the pos- same position. Yeah, all you want to mix it up so that every block looks different. Right. What you're saying. Yeah. And so I just kept doing that. And anyway, by the end of the 10 days, I did have my 12 blocks, but I'm going to make four more because. Oh, really? Yeah, because I want to do a 72 by 72. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. So I'm going to make four more blocks and I've actually already started them. Awesome. I, we had to take a little break for a vacation. So my 10 days weren't all in a row, but I got the 10 days in. And yeah, so we will actually, by the time this podcast airs, I'm sure I'll have that quilt top put together so we can, so po- we can share pop it. up a picture. It might not be quilted, but yeah. it'll be sewn together. But what, what I was so excited about was some of the emails that I got And I just wanted to read some of them to you. So Denise said, I have just moved, so this will help me get my sewing room more organized. Thanks for the challenge. Allison said, I am up to this challenge. I have three small totes of scraps I need to cut into two and a half inch squares. They have been sitting out for me to get started on for three months now, and I haven't opened a lid. I am going to challenge myself to 30 minutes every morning before leaving for work to get these cut to size. Diane said that she has never participated, but she's really excited to start and she's going to do a half hour of walking in before sewing. I thought that was really good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Linda said she's staying with her daughter who's having surgery, but she brought wool applique project and her planner and she's going to spend 30 minutes a day on the applique and 10 minutes a day planning. And Patty said she's going to pick a leader ender project and get her scraps cut up for that. And try and use those for at least 10 days. Uh, Sharon said she's going to do 30 minutes of hand stitching each day. And she has a hand quilting and an applique project in process. So uh, let's see. Uh, Teresa is working on her hand-pieced mini quilt each evening while she's watching television. And Robin said day one has been great. I accomplished the first step of all three of my goals. Two of the goals are organizational in nature, and I can already see a difference. Then somebody else had a summer runner that they kept pushing aside. Oh, Deborah, this 10-day challenge should be plenty of time as I only need three 12-inch blocks and four 6-inch blocks. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and then just a couple more. So TH said, I want to incorporate more than just sewing into my challenge. And actually, I found a lot of people did that. They Some of them did it completely just to further help yeah or but i like that that's good yeah 
So along with dedicating time every day for the next 10 days to clear out a few works in progress, I'm going to tackle my five totes of scraps and come up with a plan for them. And so she also said that she used to have a quilt journal, but she kind of quit. And so she's going to commit to starting to work on her quilt journal again. And then Julie said... Every time I go into my sewing area, I get overwhelmed by the number of rolling three-tier supply carts. And those three-tier yeah. carts are great for sewing. <laughs> and she said she is just not able to really, like, get it all. There's so much. It's overwhelming. So she's going to commit to clearing out those carts. And let's see, somebody else moved her sewing baskets out into the living room so she can work on them after work because if they're in the, out of sight, they're out of mind. That was Anna. And then I thought there was, oh, somebody replied to Julie and said, have you tried organizing one cart at a time? So, and, and they were kind of having a conversation back and forth and Julie said she loved that and uh, going to dump everything on the floor because that will force her to pick it up. <laughs> and so let's see. I really like that you're reading these, though, because now listeners have some different ideas right. for if they want to start the 10-day challenge. See, I didn't right. start it because we were going on a family vacation, but I knew once my kids got into school, I was going to do it. So. Right. Yeah. And then this is the last one I'm going to read. This was actually an email. And she said her challenge for herself was to focus on making backings for all of the quilt tops hanging in her closet. And she said, my favorite part of the quilting process is piecing the tops. Unless I have a specific recipient in mind, I usually move in eagerness to the next project rather than finishing the one I started. Two months ago, there were 16 tops in the closet, all of which are made oh from scraps. goodness. I know. And then she said, part of the delay in getting them done is that I volunteer for a local church's quilt ministry, oh. doing their long arm quilting, and tend to prioritize those over my own. Thanks to your challenge, I have finished 10 backings in 10 days. That's awesome. I, yeah, I love that. So, so awesome that she volunteers her time as well. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And she actually went down and said, you know, she realized she needs to set boundaries even on her volunteer work. Oh, and, yeah. And that's healthy too, yeah. to set the boundaries yeah. on that. So anyway, I it was really inspirational for me to, to read what everyone was doing and uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do another challenge in September. I'm going to do every other month. So, Well, I am joining you, <laughs> okay. mother. Okay. All right, we'll expect an update. Yeah, Chelsea. Billy yes. Hill will You'll totally... To... Oh, did you yeah. do <laughs> Keep track no, of it. No, I will. This is good for me. You guys can... Yeah, keep track. I just thought of something because I was obviously listening to the episode a couple times as I was editing it. Right. Editing it. But did you get an email list, Chelsea? <laughs> Because on the podcast, you say, I'm writing this with three exclamation points. I, do it now. I I'll do didn't, it this week. I didn't. So thank you for mm -hmm. bringing this up. How about the next podcast you ask me again? Because now that the kids are in school, my life has changed dramatically. I was just telling everyone about the first day of school for my kids. And I thought <laughs> that my youngest would like really really miss me but he was so prepared for school and i told mom and billy this morning i said it's almost like he was so happy to escape like <laughs> so happy to go to school but yeah 
Billy, the email list will happen soon. I will follow up next episode. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Actually, you might want to wait until I take my little, this little class that's coming up for me in a couple weeks. Why? Because I'll get lots of information about... Billy, we're going to wait for two weeks. It's an email mastermind class. And yeah. Mom so, is going to give me all the tips. Yeah. Okay. okay. There we go. And then mom, maybe you can help me set it up. Yeah. <laughs> wait, a mas- is master class? It's, yeah, like a mastermind. Yeah. It's like um, this guy that's teaching it. He's an expert on email. I've actually okay. heard him speak twice before, once in Salt Lake City and once in Austin. And my ad company is uh, they're paying him to do a free class for anybody that oh, is cool. interested okay. that that's awesome just when you said mastermind because yeah. i've heard of a series on video series called master classes but yeah, yeah. that, that is mass this is mastermind I think this it's is really something similar i okay. think mastermind is when you talk back and forth oh, so there's more interaction i think there's more interaction okay. between i think so okay but so i'm sure i'll learn a lot so yes mom take notes this will be great (laughs) okay so so you guys ready to get into the main topic yeah and and i I just have to say that yeah this we have to give credit to the listener and i just forgot her name let me go back to it real quick so i can give her credit again um from melanie the outdoor quilter because that got me thinking when I was talking to my mom and sister about, hey, I know you. it's very hot here in the summer, so it'll get it to 115 degrees. And I assume listening to you guys talk about keeping fabric away from the sun, that that means you don't do a lot of outdoor stuff in the summer because it, it would deteriorate the quilts. Am I correct in assuming that? Oh, it would just fade them yes. so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. But there are other parts of the country and world where I you know, like her, and she mentioned that the outdoor fabric and everything that you can maybe do more outdoor display things. And maybe even here when it's, you know, for a month when it's actually nice weather in November, October area, or maybe in the spring as well. So it got us thinking about different unique ways you guys could display quilts, whether it's outdoor or indoors and, and then go from there. But what do you guys I like think? It. Yeah, I think this is a great topic. I love so, it. I like it and love it. Yeah. So uh, on the outdoor one, I just, the one that comes to mind first for me is Jenny Doan, actually. I don't know if you've seen her little video. Yes. And she shared how she and her husband made this little quilt hanger out on their front porch. porch. Right. And they, I don't know if she changes it out daily or weekly. or I mean, they're in Missouri, so they have yes. much milder weather in the summer and spring anyway than here. But I know some people, after seeing her video, I know Lisa Alexander did the same thing really? outside at her house, and she switches up her quilts. Yeah. So she's in, you know, Texas. But And I thought about that, but, oh, it is. And when Billy says 115, we get one. 20 sometimes out here he's in las vegas where it's five to six degrees cooler than here (laughs) so (laughs) i don't think you guys hit 120 this summer no not this this has been the best summer 
uh, for weather. It has still been hot, though. It's been hot it with humidity, been, but yes. we have not had those because 120 yesterday plus. was brutal. Yeah. at the bus stop. Let I, me well, just tell you. I did hear humidity yesterday was 25, 30 yeah. percent. So it was crazy. Yeah. But no, that's so funny because when I read this, Jenny Doan was the first person really? I thought of. I thought, oh, that she, the way she displays her quilts. Yeah. And then the second thing I thought of is, I mean, if you do have a space in the shade, like my parents' back porch, they have a cute little white bench. You could could honestly i could switch out yeah. a couple pillows or something right but it is so hot here and yeah just thinking of those sitting out there is brutal for yeah. them i really i really need i'm really excited to get outside more on my patio and i was fall, thinking we're looking at fall, you yeah and i was thinking when we first moved out here i don't know if you guys remember but grandma oh, came remember. grandma wilkins came and stayed with us and i remember getting up in the morning and she was out on our back patio and we didn't even have a yard in we, we had just moved in we had, didn't have anything but dirt out there she was out on the back patio drinking her coffee and I just thought I've that's always stuck in my mind because it would never have occurred to me back then to go sit on that patio because there was just dirt back there. Yeah. But I always have thought about how important it is to just get outside and That's what she did though. And, every Yeah. Every morning. I have really great memories of her. She would get up very early right. and make her coffee and go right. sit out on the back porch. Yes. And you would see her sitting out there. Yeah. And then she would come in and make you breakfast yeah. and everything. So Yeah. So if we can decorate those outdoor areas that with our quilts and yeah. pillows, then yeah. Are you guys very familiar with that outdoor fabric, like she had mentioned in her email? Yeah. Have you guys used any of that yourselves? Yeah. I see it all the time in catalogs. I I made some, uh, well, actually, I had them made some cushions for outdoor uh, before. uh, So, yeah, there are fabrics that do weather better. Yes. And you can buy them by the yard, so... That's awesome. Yeah. Are, are they more difficult to sew on and everything? Or is it like, is it like thicker? grittier? It's almost like. Yeah. Some of them are more textured and yeah. more like a canvas. And some of them are, are cottons, but they, I feel like they are a little bit yeah, thicker. Yeah, they're sturdier. Like yes, you more can sturdy. feel the yeah. difference in them and the weight and everything. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. So. That moves us to all sorts of quilt display and storage ideas. And I thought maybe you, we could do storage first and then display. Yeah, I wanted to do storage first okay. because I think it's really important. Okay. S- going with the whole, it's very sunny here and very <laughs> hot here, but also with anywhere else, you, I don't like my quilts getting direct sunlight at all. It's so... I and I switch them out throughout the year and I have a best friend who kind of jokes with me and she'll say but Chelsea what do you do with all the quilts (laughs) and I go Kim let me tell you and show you what I do with all the quilts and I was able to find we'll pop up a picture the uh, storage armoire cabinet is a great way to save space maybe you don't have a lot of closet space and it fits so many quilts in it, but I have mainly put most of my quilts in there and I do them, I organize them by season. So like 
summer and spring, those are all up on the top shelf. And then anything fall, winter, Halloween, those all go on the bottom. And then I just am switching them out constantly throughout the year. I love that cabinet. Yes, I know. Mom was like, where did you get that? Yeah, I was super jealous when she got it. (laughs) But cabinets are a great way to store your fabrics. And my house is a moderate size. It's much smaller than my parents' house, which isn't a bad thing because you can still find ways to store those quilts. And like our TV stand, we made sure to buy one that had storage to fit quilts. And we have two of those in our home and I store quilts in there. And I have bookshelves that I store quilts on and cabinets. Yeah. And Chelsea's cabinet that we'll pop the picture up of, it's actually more like an armoire. It is like an armoire. Yeah. Yeah. So it has a lot of... Yeah. So there's ways that if you have a smaller space, you can use furniture cabinets to hold your quilts and yeah. it looks cute. So yeah. I like the cabinet anyways by yeah. itself. W- where yeah. did you get it? I got it out here on a local yard sale. Okay, that's what I thought. And I yes. think that's important to point out is that, yeah. you know, looking in thrift stores or yard yes, sales or right. things like that, because it, it's it's pretty old, right? It's very old. Yeah, very but it, old. it does a job and you've made it fit yeah. in with everything in your house. So Made it fit with our house. Yeah, that was, it was nice. So yeah, look for local yard sales or things yeah. around where you live and you might find something that is perfect for storing a quilt. Yeah. No, we, uh, so for me, for storage, I actually have an armoire in our master bedroom that it, it was my husband's grandmother's and she used it for clothes, but it's full of quilts. Full of quilts, people. <laughs> you heard it here. Completely full of quilts. Well, actually I do have some clothes in that. There's some drawers in there. I have some clothes in, but yeah, completely full of quilts. And then we also have there were two closets in this house, and I think they were both supposed to be linen closets. They were, totally. But we don't have that many <laughs> linens. We have quilts, so they both have quilts in them. And I really need to... I, I do have all of the fall quilts next to each other and all the Christmas quilts next to each other and all the red, white, and blue quilts next to each other. But now that my kids are in school, though, you need me to come over. I and I, like, find so much joy in reorganizing we things. We need to come out and we need to take everything yeah. out and reorganize but it. these closets, and I know that that's, that's why it tells me that they are linen closets. It is just floor to ceiling. Shelves. Shelves all yeah. the way up. And they're pretty and wide. They're very wide. So, and I like that because then I can fold the. I try to fold the quilts to match that. The so length that, of it, right? So that there are fewer wrinkles. Yeah. But still, you need to get them out and use them and rotate them. To, yes. To help that, but you know, and if you're worried about creases, Mom actually told me someone mentioned pool noodles. You yes. can roll the quilts. Yeah. On a pool noodle. Yeah. And it doesn't get the creases in them if you're worried about that. Yeah. If that's the you, way you want to store Or just them. even just roll it without the yeah, noodle. Yeah, or roll it without the noodle. Yeah. yeah don't go... Like, so, people at the store are going to be like, why do they have 30 pool noodles? Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry, it's for quilting. Yeah, no. And I do... I have some longer shelves that are available that I need to put quilts on and move some things around and and of course there's a quilt on every bed in this house people like yeah hanging on the walls mom has a lot of wall space in her home so there are options for that as well yeah I really only have one space to hang a quilt on a wall so I don't hang mine 
on a wall right now. But if you have the space, don't you? Didn't you have one in your hallway? I did, did and I took it. Down? I took it down. I'm oh. putting uh, portraits of the kids on oh, there okay. in a few weeks. Oh, okay. so we're gonna do that instead. Okay. Yeah. So this quilt, for example, that you see, we always have a quilt on the wall for the podcast. Up at the top is a curtain rod. And with the Those rings, work perfect. and we use the rings to clip. And I have, wow, how many of those do I have? I have this one and out in the hallway and one downstairs. So I have three curtain, well, maybe four or five, because I have she one in the several. hallway by the garage, a small one. Yeah. And you can get these in all different sizes. I have smaller quilts hung on similar rods. Yeah, you have some in this room. You have a lot of smaller quilts so, hung in this room. Yeah, so those are a great way to display your quilts. There are also my friend Val, who we've talked about a lot before, who does the... Oh, she's been on the podcast, too. Yes, yeah. she has been on the podcast. Her home is beautifully decorated. I keep trying yes. to get her to let me come take pictures one of these days. <laughs> Of just, and she does, she has lots, she has rods, but she also has some wooden things that she has had made. Yeah. And you have a cool one from Lisa Bonjean. It's like yeah, an arm. With the arm that, yeah, yeah that we can put a link out. to that. Yeah, that's really cool too. That's a fun one. Yeah, Val's house was like super pretty the way she, and it didn't look like too, what's the word, convoluted. Right. Would that be right? Yeah. Uh, with too many quilts. It was really, really pretty the way that she had it set up. Yeah, and Val actually, I'll actually post a link to these. Because I went and visited her. She moved just a little over a year ago. And I went within a couple of weeks of her moving in, maybe within a week. And she already had quilts everywhere. Of course. And I said, Val, how did how did you decorate so quickly? And, and, you know, her husband used to be in the military. And she said, you know, when you're in the military, you learn that you move in, you decorate right away because you got to make it feel like home yes. quickly. Yes. And, uh, but she had these little teeny tiny nail type pins that she showed me and I ordered some. And if you are making a quilt and it's only going to be for decoration, yeah, th that's a great way to get some quilts. The, there's just a minuscule nail, but you could get that quilt up on the wall yeah. quickly and you wouldn't want to do that to your you know, treasured antique quilt or something. Yeah. But I think for little tiny wall hangings and stuff. I think that's fine. It was fine. Yeah, a lot of people use push pins for yeah. those too. Right. But I but these nails were they're smaller than a push pin. Oh. So they make a smaller hole in the quilt. And oh. I, I have a box of them, so we'll put a link to those. Cool. I'll write that down. Yeah, write it down. <laughs> so and then of course quilt ladders we get lots of questions. <laughs> get a lot of questions. A lot um, of questions. I can't remember what episode. Well, pretty much almost almost every episode there's at least one comment asking about the different ladders either in your in your sewing sewing studio or here in where we filmed the podcast. Yeah. I mean, you, you get a lot of different questions about quilt ladders. So the ladder behind Chelsea was actually from Magnolia online. Chip and, and did you buy one too? I have the same one and I wish I would have bought two. I wish I would have bought two too. Yeah, Our, I don't think they sell these ones anymore. I don't think they do either. My other daughter did buy two. Yes. From, she was smart. She was smart when they <laughs> had those available. They, these ones were our great ladders and they yeah. fit 
the quilts perfectly. I love it. Yeah. And I've seen other ladders on Magnolia, but it it's hasn't the been same. the same. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind but, of like narrowed inward sometimes. Yeah. And you want it to, the quilt ladders to be straight so right. that it's all even. Yeah. So, uh, and I had two earlier ladders that I had bought from, I think it's uh, a girl was selling them. Is it red rain boots? And she does. Well, those. she she does the signs, the wood block signs. I she feel like she has... might have been the one that did the ladders originally. Really, when she lived in Las Vegas, but then she moved across the country, like, and then she didn't do the ladder. I yeah, maybe you it... did get one ordered. So it I might, have two I from her, her, but I, I can't remember who it was. But it was somebody on Instagram who sold them. So anyway, then we have a really great carpenter that has done a lot of great work in our house and I had him make me so this white one he made that he one he made that one and he made me two others or one other Jerry two did? others yeah oh, so I have one in my bedroom I love Jerry he and, is the best yeah and what I did was I just had him look at the magnolia ladder and, and kind of like kind of do the same thing yeah I liked the width of it and yeah maybe we can look that up and Tell everyone how wide the, because all the dimensions. The dimensions. Yeah, the dimensions of it. Just yeah, in case. if you can find somebody, so they can compare if they know someone who's right. but handy the, with would work. Yeah, then. but the other thing you can do is you can search quilt ladders on Etsy, and I have seen them there, and just you know see if they have five star reviews. Yeah, and I imagine it's a lot to ship, but uh, yeah. sometimes yeah, or find a local woodworker to do that to do that for you yeah i wonder if there's like in furniture stores do you think it's something that would be available there or is it too unique or rare of a so i think i sometimes yeah yeah maybe because the ladder thing was actually a farmhouse inspired trend is what it started as right for home decor and i think quilters have really found them to be great at because they're definitely not made for quilts right and so it was really trendy the farmhouse thing and so for a while there people were like quilt ladders quilt ladders and i don't see them as much anymore because trends have changed a little bit right so but yeah some of those uh hearth and home for target that's the magnolia oh, yes and then also studio mcgee studio for target McGee. sometimes they have little ladders they that do you could they repurpose do. to use for quilt ladders they have a cute little sofa chair and speaking of sofas you can obviously throw quilts over sofas they're right. perfect if you're not going to put them on a you obviously beds too but throw it over a couch because it's easily accessible one that you think you might use or your kids might want to use when they're on the couch uh, that's the perfect way to right. uh, store a quilt as well. And then also quilt stacks are fun on top of a cabinet or yeah. I don't, uh, just because of the light, our kitchen gets a lot of light. And yeah. so I will sometimes do a holiday quilt stack on top of the cabinet in there, but it's only going to be there for a month or so. And yeah. then I'll take it down till the next year. But. I'm really strange too. So our kitchen is really right next to our family room. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I worry about the smells too. Like say you're making oh, like you're frying right. food. Like I am always super cautious about because I have thought stacking the quilts on top of the cabinet, but I just don't think I can do it. With, yeah. 
some of the meals I make. So I don't know. Be thinking of that too, because you don't want it to like catch. You can wash them. I guess I'm being dramatic because. No, no. You could put a quilt stack in a bedroom though, or in a hallway. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I hang quilts over the railing if you have an upstairs oh, railing. my goodness. So <laughs> It is so fun. I do that. Because you'll be down. So above my parents' family room, it's all open all the way to the second story. And there's this railing. And mom <laughs> has like six or seven quilts hung around. I'm like, that must be so nice <laughs> to like. And when she's done with a quilt top, she can hang it over that too while she's making a backing right. or whatever. Yeah. But... Not everyone has that storage, mom. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what I was just about to say is that that's the, you get two different perspectives. Cause yeah, I mean, a lot of the reason you bought this house was for this quilting, your quilting business, the storage, the closets, the studio space, everything like that. And then Chelsea's house isn't as spacious as that, but you, you have different ways to display, store, for sure. everything. So it sort of covers both both aspects. Yeah. Of, of Gives two homes. different perspectives mm-hmm. on quilt storage. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, but I also, as you guys were talking, I have to ask this question for, well, for anybody, but for the women that are watching, or if there's men watching, how have you negotiated? I mean, I don't <laughs> I know. know. As a guy, I'm not, I don't <laughs> I really I care about decorating, to. but how, like mom, how have you, how does dad let you fill the entire house <laughs> with quilts i would think how does he let you well i'm just saying <laughs> well, maybe he wants to decorate with something himself well a we little do bit, have the, they like, have a good balance we have actually. a pretty good balance you know he we have paintings that were dad's grandmother's yeah. those paintings went on the wall before any quilts did i feel like I feel like he hung all of his family stuff first, stuff first, and then yeah. I kind of moved the quilt. There, I mean, there were a couple places where I said, "No, a quilt's going there." Yeah, those things from his so. grandma are are actually really important to him. Yeah. He loves them. He loves and her paintings. He and does. Yeah, he really cares about those things. So that is like they. Re- I feel like you guys have a good balance. I I think there's we a do. pretty good balance. Yeah, and the only thing Dad really complains about is. I would have, you know, 15 <laughs> pillows on every couch. If yeah. I could. And he does not like the Doesn't pillows. Doesn't like them. And That's I always, my husband too. I like, always tell him, just throw it on the floor. It's a pillow. Just if you don't want it there <laughs> when you're sitting there, just put it on the floor and it's fine. You know? But what he doesn't understand is the more pillows, the merrier. Yeah. Like, the more we need more. Billy's rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> but where do you sit if there's eight pillows yeah, on the so couch? so comfy. Yeah. You just move it while you're sitting. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So then Chelsea, how does Mason deal with Kate, this? Because I'm going to be totally honest. He has always been super supportive of it. Hmm. And he is actually kind of like dad. He really cares about like what goes on the walls. What And, and I make fun of him sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> this is like, I want this to be my thing. But we both really, it's a shared thing, how the house is decorated and everything. But he really likes the quilts on the kids' beds. He thinks it makes them look like like really cute. And right. and he doesn't mind the storage at all. Yeah. He he just 
lives with it and enjoys yeah. it because I don't think he really cares. Yeah. But yeah, we don't have any quilts on walls. So, mm-hmm. but we used to have them and he was totally fine with it. He would help me switch them out every month or every season. Yeah. He, it doesn't bother him. Well, so he is let- actually, I just have to say this. He totally hypes me up. He's an awesome quilter's husband because he really thinks what I do is super cool. So got a shout out to Mason for his support. Oh, that's good. But yeah, I don't think everyone does. I think. Well, yeah, because let me tell you from my perspective, and I'm not marrying a quilter. My fiance doesn't quilt or anything. And I don't live with her and, you know, we won't until we get married and everything. But I mean... When I think of decorating a house, and maybe it's because I've been a bachelor too long or single too long or never been married yet, but I, I mean, I think of my sports teams, oh my posters, uh, um, pennants, movie posters. I think of like like a like a boys' college <laughs> dormitory. I can't get over, and I would I can never. And sometimes when I'm here, I'm just like, how does dad? Let so many quilts be all over this house. And same with your house. Um, it's like you can tell you decorated Mason had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and I think as a you know, potential future homeowner, I'm like, I want to have some say in what goes up on these walls. And that that's what led me to the question. And maybe some other women out there, you, you can leave in the comments how you negotiate with your husbands if they're not huge quilting fans. We will have my sports I mean, logos you know, on the wall. Honestly, like, maybe <laughs> Isabel can decorate the kitchen and you can decorate the family room and she can decorate the bedroom. I mean, maybe you can like trade off on rooms. Maybe you'll have a home you know? with an office before you have kids. Oh yeah, there. if you have an <laughs> office <laughs> for oh, your I plan pod- on that. Yeah, yeah. so. It's your space. You can decorate can. that. Mm-hmm. So. And we've also talked about in the future getting some type of room like I would like to have a pool table somewhere and just have like a space where that's really decorated, right. sporty, yeah, maybe right. stuff like yeah. that, that, like like a pool or billiards room type thing right. or area, and maybe that An could be because I mean, yeah, she's gonna have girly things. I'm sure she wants right. to put up too, but she's just she's not a quilter, and so. right. she likes our quilts. Oh, though. she does. She likes she her quilts, and and what I don't want bags. is. You guys to give, her too many to give her too to where many where she starts decorating with, uh, with them. So. Billy's just, like, I already have to spend too much time with you guys as it, as well, it is. Well, not like, the time. I'm just saying the, that, the quilts. That brings up something, too. You know, there are always table runners. Oh, Those are super easy. Yes. They just go on a table. Yeah. You can have a table runner on your dining table or your kitchen. It's not going to take away from your other decor. Mom made me the best Christmas one. So cute. And I switch those out all the time. Oh. Like, yeah. they, yes, last year mom gifted yeah. that to me. Uh, yeah, table runners. Table we can't runners. forget our table runners yeah. and mug rugs. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, I was thinking for quilt storage, and Chelsea and I both use this. We both have big baskets. Yep. Oh, and great you can get one. metal From or Target. natural materials. I'll pop yeah. up. We can put a couple links to our favorites that you can still get. Yeah. But so I roll mine up. Yes. Roll them up, put them in a stack them in a basket. Yeah. And it's great because my kids, sometimes they'll want to make a fort or sometimes their friends are over and they're watching like a movie and everyone can grab a quilt. And those are quilts I want them to use. use. I'm like, please use these. Someone, you know, they're just as, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. And Top I choice. always tell people in my family, if there's a quilt and it's draped over 
the couch it. in the family room. Use it. It doesn't have to stay draped there. You know, if it's, don't rip the ones off the walls. Don't, use yes. don't take the ones off the walls, please. But oh my yeah, goodness, people just yeah. like <laughs> yeah. So oh, I'm getting silly now because I, it's getting funny. Yeah, yeah, I think those were lots of good ideas. Those are great. I think those are great ideas. I think that was a great topic to talk about today. Yeah. And hopefully, in the comments, if you have other quilt storage ideas or maybe bounce back ideas that you use in your own home, we would love to hear that. Right. So we can share those and give other people and ideas also the, for it. The negotiating with. Yes. Tips for Billy as he navigates this negotiating, next stage. decorating. Yeah. Tell us what your significant others think. Yes. That would be great. I, I, sorry. I know that we're running, but I have to share a story because one of my, <laughs> when I lived with a friend in college, he, and it was his condo. <laughs> so it was just a, a bachelor pad and he bought this, like I can't, it's probably like five feet, maybe six feet by three feet. This huge uh, canvas painting of like ships in a shipyard from, <laughs> I don't know, like Very typical. 15th century, you know, exploration times. And, and he's like, look what I, look what I got. And he came home with, it. I'm like, that's awesome. And put it on the wall, <laughs> you know? And then when he moved and he moved, he moved out of state, he's like, do you want it? And I was like, yeah, I, we can't get rid of that thing. That this is awesome. And then when I was <laughs> oh, at my apartment, I, my I had it and I never, I was just too lazy to ever put it up, but I show Isabel and I'm like, you someday. You still have it? Oh yeah, I still have it. Yeah. Oh, you have to hang it I up have, in your first home. And well, she hates it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's my, that's my whole point of this is that. Maybe that's your compromise though. So put it in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> that is no, such. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it just reminded me of these that piece of art that right. my friend found that, that we, is we found so it to be funny. like like very masculine because it reminded <laughs> us of this restaurant that we'd go to and and all the all the paintings on the walls there were old shipyards yeah. and when he found right. that he said hey this reminds me so of uh, cool. of uh, the restaurant we go to so oh, anyway yeah I had to throw that in that there. can be your compromise with her decorating is that yes. you get to keep the ship painting yeah. picture yeah. thing it's pretty big. So. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, well, I think that's that's a wrap. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Our next podcast episode is airing on Monday, August 29th. Next week. So, yep. yeah, next week. A listener, that'll be the Li listener question. Yes, episode. the extra one. Listener question. So, if you, if there's still time, comment, leave us any questions that you have. We've been gathering those up. And thanks for tuning in with us today while we talk about quilt storage organization. And thanks so much for stopping by. 